When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I asked Grant, I said, okay, because we screwed up so bad when we when the station won a Marconi Award. We were not prepared. No, nope, not at all. Who Marconi So. Here's what the Gracie Award is named after Gracie Allen. Yes. George Burns's wife of many, many years. And in 1975, they were established. The Gracie Allen Awards were established for broadcasting um, for broadcasters who deliver superior quality Mm -hmm. and stellar portrayal of the changing roles and concerns of women. The awards seek to promote positive and realistic portrayals of women in all broadcasting me, uh, mediums. And um, uh, so that's, they were named after Gracie because she was a media pioneer. She and George had a radio show for 17 years that went on to TV. Yeah. And she always sort of played the straight man to his bunny man. But, um, um, the organization, the Alliance for Women in Media, was formed in 1951 as a division of the National Association of Broadcasters. And we were the first, you know, um, I mean, we've been the longest running two women having a talk show in the history of yes, radio in the yes. United States. I mean, I don't know why we're not syndicated everywhere, but with podcasting, we really are. We really are. We really are. So anyway, uh, yeah, they, they do... Um, just they they want to acknowledge women who are making positive change in, and furthering what a fulfilling career in media looks like, Julia. And this is what it looks like. And this is what it looks like. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, boy, George Burns, you know, she died in 1964, Gracie. She died that long that, ago because he's he, he lived died. until 1996, a few weeks um after his 100th birthday. Remember all those dear God? Oh, yeah. Remember those movies? And yeah. She anyway, so wow, she died that thirty years before him. That's right, and they had their radio show for seventeen years on there. That's where oh. they got their start, and um, yeah, people were just delighted with her. And um, she had a very high pitched voice, if I remember yes, correctly. Yes, 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 yes. Kind of sweet. Well, thanks for looking that up because really, we I knew it was Gracie Allen. I knew that. I knew it was George Burns' wife, but I like wasn't really exactly right. sure. So I'm glad to know about that. And then colorist, just so shocked, sad, and surprised. There was a notable obituary in the paper. And Julie and I knew him from every glamorous event that we've been going to since we started on the air. And John Charles, the hairdresser, passed away. And Julia, he I think he passed away 
Um, there was something just, at the Medina on April 7th. So I think he passed away in March. And right. I wasn't here being my avid obituary reader. Exactly. But they did a notable. And he was, I remember he was the first one to do the blow-dry boot camps. Blow, right. It, and he had salons in Uptown and Wyzetta. He partnered with Martin Patrick Boutique in the North Loop. He started Schmidt's. Yes. For the barbershops for men. His wife of 33 years described him as someone who had it all. A son, a daughter, two young grandchildren he adored, and many, many hair protégés whose careers he nurtured, nurtured. And as someone who loved women, a profession built around having fun around him. He was always delightful. So always delightful. Always delightful and kind to us. That's just shocking. I know. That's just sad. I feel like he, he was way too young. Yeah, he came up with a promotion in 2008 when everybody's 401ks crashed and people were, you know, like when they went, they were worth 40% left or whatever. So he he cut the price of a service by the same amount as what you'd lost in your 401k. Genius. Isn't that genius? What a great move that when is. When did the blow dry bars start? Because that was such a huge trend. I remember going to one of his boot camps. I think. You and I and Stephanie went. Yes, we did. Maybe 2000. The first John Charles Salon in Uptown opened in 2006. And then Wayzata followed three years later. And his Euro Shine blow dry was popular at the salon. And he also could cut and color hair. In one and a half hours versus three hours for people who are busy. He used to say to us, or to me specifically, not you, Mm -hmm. Julia, your hair should pop more. You need, you're standing over here and it should pop more. Just let me get my hands. (laughs) Let me give you a color. And how, I love this, that um, um, Jida from the Star Tribune did the uh, notable obituary, but he got a great haircut when he was a teenager and he decided right then and there the beauty business was for him. And he was a manager for Rocco Altabelli mm-hmm. Salons for nine years. And then he began uh, Urban Retreat mm-hmm. and ran that? it for eight yeah. years. And he even did a stint in corporate America for five years as the Best Buy. Remember that Equilife oh, Equ- beauty brand? No, Ecolife? Something like that. We did a lot EQ there. Life. EQ Life. EQ Life. I knew we would get it. Ecolife. And I we thought. did a broadcast yes, from there. Yes, we did. And, from um, both locations. Yes. It and, was a new concept, health and beauty, that was by Best Buy. Yeah, and, and apparently he he uh, had um, just a series of health um, things. And yeah, he, was, he, he died of natural causes after a series of health challenges. And he was only 57. But I know there's a lot of hairdressers out there that knew him. And a lot of people who went to him. He was very colorful. He always had great glasses yes. and, you know, fabulous shirts on. And he always was very, very liberal with his compliments. And he was just a, just a sweetheart. So just thinking about John Charles and his family. and That was shocking when you showed me that. I, I couldn't believe I it when I opened no, the paper I, today. I was shocked. I was looking for the Olivia Rodrigo review. No, you know? I know. And then I was like, what, John Charles? I know. I All just right. was really surprised. Speaking of colorful, mm-hmm. Lori and I went to the Mall of America today, which, wow, was that place booming. Booming. And we, I got there at like 11, and it was Hacked. Booming. No, a lot of kids, no school today. Right. And we went and we had a shopping extravaganza at Ever Eve, which mm-hmm. was so super fun. I ran into people on the way out. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I ran into some people and I'm like, oh my gosh. Just, it was, 
it was fun to be out and about, and everyone looks so happy. And the way the light shines in the Mall of America, oh, and it was it sunny like today. Outside, yeah, it really does. And that mall is just sparkling and bright, and had so much energy. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun to be a part of it. I was uh, wishing we could stay for lunch and wine. I want Lori <laughs> so. So want to do that. Just some, head on up to just, that third uh, floor and oh yeah. maybe go to go Crave, to Crave oh. or go to Nordy's Cafe or go to yeah, Lori. I with the sun out right now on a Friday, right? Yeah. Go yeah. to happy you know, a hour, drinking ooh, and shopping ooh. day. Oh, yeah. it's so we've done That's that dangerous. in L.A. but it's never dangerous. here. Yeah, drinking and shopping is dangerous. Oh, I'm we've never shopping. done it here. <laughs> Vegas, we do it, and I and always LA. buy shoes yep. too small. And your sister ends up with them. <laughs> yep, yep. And then, I, I think my feet are seven and a half when I'm drinking. And but they're, they're really not. an eight. They're really an eight. <laughs> and <laughs> always, <laughs> always, and then your heels hanging out. Julie, I don't think these fit halfway no. during the night. Well, they don't. They don't. My sister Sherry will like these. <laughs> <laughs> but they're cute, aren't they? Yes. They look good with this outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am a no, drunk shoe shopper. We are. She's a drunk shoe shopper, and uh-huh. I'm just a drunk loud person. <laughs> I'm cheering her on. Yes, I cheer right. her on. They look great, even though they don't fit. No, I don't we think can't... I bought more drunk shoes than I have in Vegas. That's no, my that's where we buy them. Yeah. I know because your feet are always sore in Vegas. You have to have comfortable shoes. Yeah, because the walking, even just from the Mall of America, and I did nothing else today but come to work. Two miles on my watch. Yeah. Two miles. You really, just even by parking and walking in, yeah. Yeah. you really get some exercise. <laughs> it's a snack exercise. I saw a fancy timber. <laughs> I, are the Timberwolves still in town? Do they play their first game here? No, they'll be in Memphis. Oh, for I saw a fancy, one. fancy car pick up a bunch of packages outside of Nordstrom today. And I'm like, who's that? Mm. Who's that? It mm. wasn't the... Um, the uh, road sweeping thing that A-Rod was in the other night. <laughs> the Sherpa tank? It looked like yeah. the, the sweeping machine that goes along the streets. Right. Didn't, yes. does, yeah. didn't that, A-Rod w- drives a crazy it's machine. It's literally a vehicle, you guys, that is an amphibian utility task vehicle that can move on any surface and overcome the most difficult natural op. It can literally drive through a lake. And people who use these things are people in the professions of geologists, oil right. workers, rescue agents, or uh, hunters. people driving the streets of St. Paul. Or A-Rod taking it to a Timberwolves game with a police escort down Hennepin Avenue. Because that that's him. what they needed to be doing that night. Yes. I love it. I love it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We've got stories we can't get enough of when we come back. Happy Easter, happy Passover, whatever one you're celebrating. Yes. It's Good Friday today. It is a very busy travel weekend, Friday and Monday being the busy, busy airplane days. And uh, uh, the roads will be pretty busy, like yeah, probably will. right about now. Uh, Grant's going to have a lot of traffic updates for us with uh, people getting out of town. But um, yesterday, we talked a little bit about the story about the... Uh, Michigas that was happening on the set of Magic Mike 3, which is filming in London right now. And uh, Tandaway Newton, we used to call her Tandy Newton, and a few years ago, she told, it's it's pronounced Tandyway. It is, it's, it's not Tandaway. No, it's, it's Tandyway. Okay. People, it was misspelled in her first film credit. T-H-A-N-D-I without the W. And it was a movie called Flirting with Nicole Kidman. And she took back the original spelling. She was just like, I want to have it be the name that I was given, Tandy Way. Anyway, so she, the the story was that uh, there had been, it was a story in the sun from an anonymous crew member 
that Tandy Way was fired from Magic Mike 3 for a heated argument with Channing Tatum over the Oscar slap. Right. And there's no word which side Tandy Way and Channing were on. It's safe to say she was Team Smith and Channing was Team Chris Rock because we know Channing's girlfriend Zoe Kravitz Kravitz. is Team Rock for her Instagram post that she did on it. And then Tandy Way was replaced by Selma Hayek a full 11 days after filming started. So whatever happened for her to leave Magic Mike 3 must have been serious. She has denied through her rep that this that it was an over an argument with Channing, Channing, but the Sun reported that crew members said there was an argument and he got he stormed off the set and got in his car and roared away. Yes. And um so it has to be big because that's basically they got to burn all that film. And a Warner Brothers spokesperson released this this statement to Variety. Tandaway Newton has made the difficult decision to step away from the production of Magic Mike's Last Dance to deal with family matters. And her rep said that it's completely inaccurate to say that there was an argument. But it, the son said with their reporting from their eyewitness, that it yes. was unimaginably, imaginably vicious argument, right. um, which hit such astonishing levels that he stormed away and said he would not work with her again. And it was very tense. Uh, Steven Soderbergh, who directed the first Magic Mike, could not calm it down because remember he's a quiet guy. Yes, he this, is. We know that. And um, and, and so. Now, page six is reporting this, okay? Um, uh, I think Channing is a decent person, and I don't see him. I mean, I, they, they might be making up a lot of this, but page six is reporting that Tandaway is going to rehab and that she's separated from her husband. Yes. That that is true, and... Um, Apparently, she and Chris Pine are quite hot together in that Knives Out movie. Oh, okay. That we've heard old okay. knives. Excuse me, old, old knives, knives on yes. Amazon. That they're quite good, but she did. She is in rehab, and her she and her husband have separated, and uh, no word on how much it's costing Warner Brothers. But it's basically, I think it was the Variety or the Hollywood Reporter. Eleven days of filming is a lot of money, right? But they must feel confident in the fact that this movie will make bank. Sure. Based on how well the other movies uh, did. And um, so everyone is denying that it was an argument over the slap at the Oscars of all things. Um, They're saying that and that she's going to rehab, that there's a lot going on in her personal life. She even brought her two pet rabbits to her her hotel in London for emotional support. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Port. And um, anyway, she might be at a place in Arizona and... Um, she'd been acting strange on the set and it became clear she couldn't play the role. So her reps are sticking. Didn't she fire one of her agents and her agent across the pond and then came back yeah. and her U.S. agent? So it seems like, she first of all, it sounds her... like her marriage is breaking up. It sounds like she's stressed out. She's got three kids and she's been married to this man for quite a while, 17 her Tw- 24 yeah, her, years. 24 years. Her I mean, agent has been her agent for 30 years. Yeah, so there's... It sounds like a lot of stuff is up. Yeah. So, you know, and so she's got two older kids and then an eight year old. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't, I've never heard Chanum wasn't a nice person to people. Well, on you know, set. he almost didn't sign up for this third. He didn't want to get the physical. He didn't want to get in shape for it. Um, yeah. Basically, he didn't want to do- starve himself or do yeah. extreme workouts to get in Magic Mike uh, shape. shape. And, I don't either. That's why I turn right, it down. Right. No, I refuse to do that many sit-ups in a day, right, in an hour. Right, so. I mean, so it's it's a it's an interesting story. Selma Hayek now is replacing mm-hmm. her, which yep. will be fun to see her in a movie. And it is a little bit of a love story, I think, between Chanum's character and whoever this is. So, so it's a love story about a man with abs and a woman with amazing chichis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes, right. Yes. Yes. Selma but I, I mean, but I love Tandy. I mean, like she, she was the best thing in Westworld. Well, oh, you, amazing! Amazing. And she was the best beautiful. thing in it. Oh, be one, of the, sex, one of the sexiest things yeah, in it too. For sure. I, oh, man. I couldn't stand that show. I watched it. Remember how excited everyone was for it, and it came out, and I was like, okay. The first, I, the first year was amazing. Amazing. Second season, I couldn't even finish it. You couldn't either. I, it's it. And then my friend's watching the third right now, and he said he's just barreling through it because he's committed, but he's not a fan of it. Yeah, that right first one was so fresh, so, so different, good. so you know, so the Western sci-fi. Yeah, and it should have just ended when it ended. It would have been, yeah, they could. But everyone had jobs, and everyone was used to making money. I mean, because think of how many people it takes to put on something like that. Yeah. Oh. So, so, and I think she won. Um, she did win a, an Emmy. Emmy, that's yeah, what I she thought. Did. So, anyway, I don't know where she's going to rehab. We hope she's going to be okay. Yeah. But, so, you know, maybe that whole thing from the set, maybe he was yelling at her about putting, getting her act together. Yeah, maybe. For filming, maybe mm-hmm. it, she was late or having Not problems, or... whatever. So, I don't know. We that wish slap her the is best. still resonating, though. Uh, yeah, it is, Lauren. In Hollywood. People got to stop arguing about it. All right, listen, when we come back, Olivia Rodrigo was in town last night and 8,000 fans at the Armory were very, very happy. We'll be right back. That's Teddy Swims, who is playing a very sold-out show at the Fine Line, although I've heard there might be some people, I know two people, who have two pairs of tickets who are going to sell them outside of the Fine Line tonight. Because that doesn't hold very many people. No, it doesn't. That's where, last time I was there, Lori, we saw Lisa Marie Presley Presley (laughs) for her five-song set. Perfect. Yeah, started at 9 and was done at 9.55. I thought Julia was going to do a cartwheel. She said, this is how all concerts should be. And if it could have started at 7, I would have been more in heaven. (laughs) So Teddy swims and, you know, he's uh, people, he's got so many good songs and he also does 
covers. So many covers. I love a cover. Yeah, yeah. his voice sounded so fun. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. we we were obsessed with Broke when that first came out. That one's got Thomas Red on it too. Yes, it's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's, it's a fun video. Yeah. He's just got a great voice, kind of whiskey soaked. Mm-hmm. Um, our entertainment correspondent. We have several that have been with us for quite a long time. Dimples and Valentine, Panda. She just wanted to remind us, getting back to the Magic Mike Three. That maybe Channum was team Will Smith because Jada was in Magic Mike 2, or yes. maybe not. Maybe they didn't get along. And also, Amber Heard was in Magic Mike 2. She was. Or the first Magic Mike, excuse me. Wow. She was. Yeah. Just, just, you know, this curtain situation. So thanks, Panda. But yes, last night, Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, Only 8,000 people fit in that place, the armory? Yeah, that's it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and they were apparently, according to Chris Riemann Schneider, I didn't see a review from Ross Rayla. I don't think he reviewed it. I know Patrick, um, his husband was on Kelly and Ryan today, along with Steve, because it's National Laundry Day. It is. Patrick. Uh, Patrick, Our laundry, laundry evangelist, evangelist was on today. People were crying tears of joy over the very sold-out show. Um Tickets started at $45, and we're going for $500 plus wow. yesterday. And wow. And Grant saw everyone in the cold morning waiting no, outside in those they winds. They camped overnight. They oh, were overnight? They were overnight. That's scary. The first person that got there got there at like noon on Wednesday. Wow. It was freezing yesterday. <laughs> it overnight was, it was and windy yeah. and all of that. And uh, so I guess the first song Olivia played was Brutal. And she acknowledged how brutally cold it was out for everybody. <laughs> right. And um, so, yeah, the, a graduate of high school musical, the musical the, and other Disney shows, um, she crossed over big time to pop music stardom. She's only um, 19 years old. And the thousands of fans who saw it, people were, um, there were tens of thousands more left out in the cold oh, uh, by man. ticket resellers and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, the the tickets, $45 tickets, sold out faster than you can say. Peep. Hannah Montana. Peep. Disney. Peep. <laughs> um, and so anyway, it was a it was a great show. People really had fun. She uh John Bream told us that she had said that she did not want to play a big arena. Right. She didn't feel this is her first tour. She wanted to feel connection. With her fans, and she didn't want to have the stress of playing right. an arena show. And so, uh, yeah, the, definitely the hottest ticket in town. And she was excellent. Yeah, the I very went, first fan was a girl from Duluth, Bella Martin, who got there at 11.30 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Uh, and um, she sang Driver's License third uh, in the set. And people, you know, emotional and How singing cool along. And, um, of course, you know, I'm sure she ended with Good For You. Uh, what a fun night. No kidding. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't all young, young people. There were a mix, but it was a lot of, uh, you know, uh, Girls. parents, too, that were bringing their daughters oh, yeah, to their first course. concert and stuff. So I, people really had fun at that show. It was a long way to tough ticket. And... Uh, Teddy Swims, I think those tickets were $40, and those are the resale on those right now is kind of high because the fine line, I want to say, what is that, maybe 300 Yeah, at the, I'm thinking there's right, tabletops there's upstairs, table, and then it's general it's admission. It's really an intimate setting. Yeah. Gosh, 
five. How long has it been? Six, seven years since we were there. Uh, Remember when that place first opened up? It was yeah, the hottest place I'm so in glad town. First Avenue owns it now. Oh, they own that too. Okay, yep, they own that too. And Casey's daughter is in town to see that show, and I, she brought the little Bruce over, the little Mr. Milk Muscles, 2021. Lori's experiencing gra- grandma, <laughs> okay. grandma, so cute. He's so cute. He's just adorable. But boy, she, they get they grow up fast, I and he know. looks like a little toddler. He does, and he's not even one yet. But she's going with her husband and uh-huh. a, a group of friends, and. Um, I said, oh, I've got something for you, because in April of 2020, I was so worried about my first avenue and all the Turf Club. I bought... You bought gift cards to everything. I bought like $250 gift cards, like $450 mm-hmm. gift cards. So I uh, I said, here, buy some drinks. I mean, I didn't give her all of them, but... Like, That's something to go back and think about because we were on a roll there buying gift cards. I've got oh, some things the I never. Fetus yeah. and um, hair salons yeah. and some places. I decided. I remember I bought a a hundred dollar gift card to Palmer's Bar, and right. I told Tony, "I'm not ever going to redeem this. Right. I just want to make sure that your bar stays open because we didn't know what was going on and how long it was going to happen, but." She was like all excited. Well, that's a good find. Yeah, and I knew they had advertised that they wouldn't have an expiration or whatever because they didn't even know who knew anything. Yeah, who knew anything? Okay, I got to tell you. So the cutest picture I thought today was um, Cardi B and Offset shared a, a photo of their baby son that's seven months old, and they didn't tell anyone the name. You're right. We never. We know the little girl is Culture with the K. Culture with the K. And the reason why they never told anyone the name is, she said, we went through a lot of sad things when it came to our daughter culture. Terrible, terrible behavior that not even older kids have been through. So many people post all online stuff, mean, disgusting things just to get a reaction from them. And she said, when Wave, W-A-V-E, was born in September, we decided to shield our family from having the same experience. We want to protect our feelings. Mm -hmm. And here she's so honest. It's what we love about Cardi B because we get very, very angry and upset. Yeah. And they do. And we've seen it because they lash out at people. So they just said, we're not even going to deal with that. We've got this beautiful baby. So the baby's son is wave set like S E T Cephas S C E P H U S. Oh dear. And he's so cute. And he is adorable. He is adorable. I wonder, is one of them a surfer or something? Because that's what you call, you know, when you're surfing or boogie boarding or body. A wave guy. set. Yeah. Yeah. A set, a set of waves. A set of waves, but they call it the wave set. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I mean, wave. Wave to go. <laughs> I kind of like wave. It's kind of like Wade. You know what? It's kind of like Wayne. You know, they're, they're children of famous people who they have are money. Gonna so- fa- the first names that we got really weird were like Bob um, Zappa, Zappa's kids. Or what's his friend? Yes. Moon Fred Zapp, Frank Zappa's kids. Frank, yeah. That was like the first that we, I remember being really out there names, Moon Unit. Um, a name is meaningful and you can always change your name later in life if Randy. you've been named a weird name. But it is, it can be a hard thing. It can you be know, a hard sell. It can be a hard sell. You like, could get bullied if your parents give you something so outrageous. Like my real name was Loreen. And I remember uh-huh. coming home from kindergarten, just crying to my mom and telling her the teacher is calling me the wrong name. Loreen. I mean, I was called Lori always. And Casey, same thing in kindergarten. He was called mm-hmm. Kenneth. Mm-hmm. And he said he came, went home to a, 
I want them to call me Casey. And back then, they were real sticklers for your birth name. And that Casey, you of course, is the letter K. Yeah, yeah, And the yeah, letter C. C. It's not even like Casey Jones. Right, right, right. But we both had the same uh, kindergarten funny. experience being upset with our names. Yeah. Um, but you're right, though. They would not go away. If it, it wouldn't be Mike, it was Michael. Michael, you yeah, know? you were called William, that. not Bill. Usually, you know, they would stick yeah. with the, the formal name for it. Um, yeah. How weird that all of my... Name it was always Julie, in your family, but on my report cards and everything, and when it was never my real name. Well, your mom must have registered you as that. Or Isn't that her weird? E looked like an A, yeah, or the A looked like an E. Everything was Julie. Yeah, um, Julie, Julie, Julie. We just gotta get me. back to the Rihanna and ASAP yes. Rocky. Did they break up because he cheated on her? This is all coming from a social media post. This is reminding me of the Becky with the good hair. Oh. Kind of situation, but that rumor had more. Well, because Beyonce, yeah, but Beyonce sang it. Yes, she did. She sang it and Rihanna, but TMZ has a uh, source close to Rihanna and Rocky, so probably one of their publicists saying everything here is false. Rocky didn't cheat, he did not cheat with Amina, a footwear designer who helped Rihanna do her Fenty. Rihanna's posing in one of her things. Anyway, this re, this Amina has said that this is a um, 100% fabricated story. I've always believed that an unfounded lie spread on social media doesn't deserve any response, especially one that's so vile. I initially assumed this fake gossip would go away with that that had malicious intent would not be taken seriously. However, in the last 24 hours, I've been reminded. We live in a society that's so quick to speak on topics regardless of facts, and nothing is off limits, not even during what should be one of the most beautiful and celebrated time in one's lives. She decided to speak up because it affected her and people, meaning Rihanna and Rocky, that she has a great amount of respect and affection for. So, um, And he had an event last night launching a brand of whiskey i think maybe and in new york city and he showed up like three hours late and they said he just was off well distracted yeah. I mean, all this stuff they probably turn off all their comments yep. drake is probably calling rihanna and texting her non-stop you know do you want to get back together <laughs> right maybe the baby's mine right right <laughs> my um, seed's so potent it was from three five years ago yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, this guy that's alleging this said this all happened during um, Paris Fashion Week while they were together. And um, a- anyway, so he's very confident. But boy, these... this took off. Oh, it took off. Yeah. It, it took off, but not one credible source is citing it. And um, um, Interview Magazine calls this writer Louis Pusano, Instagram's messiest fashion influencer. Okay. That's his tagline. Um, and... Uh, uh, Rihanna, ASAP Rocky, Rocky is hot. Oh, he's ASAP, Rocky. ASAP, ASAP. I like ASAP. I like ASAP. He's yeah, hot. I'm just call him Rocky. Yeah, yeah let's Rocky. Just, there right, we go. Rocky and Rihanna. There we go. That's there it. Go. He's hot. All right. Listen, we come back. Uh, we got we got some news on a show that's debuting on Sunday night on Showtime called The First Ladies. We'll be right back. Got it. 
to give a shout out to Victoria and Grant. You know who you are. Oh, thanks, guys. Grant's parents listen every day. Yes. Where in Florida? They're in uh, Lady Lake, Florida. And yeah. they sit are they, like in their screen porch. Yeah, they're they're out out in, yeah, they're out in their little porch area. Yeah. They sit there, they listen, and they they tune in and they text me every once in a while during the show. And whenever you and I get into some Vietnam yeah. talk, my dad will always kind of oh, yeah. chime in after the show and give me a little lesson as mm-hmm. to exactly what I need. You know, yeah, what, yeah, and yeah. He, and he might have had the same middle name as Lori's first name. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, my my he thought my grandfather did, so that's why he texted me during the break. Yeah. He was like, "Your grandfather's middle name was Lorraine, right. not Lorene." And Lorene. Yes, like, yours was like Lorene. Maureen. Yes. So he's just you know checking in on me, and it's a really. Ooh, I think it's so sweet that yeah. your parents listen every day. Well, my I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this. A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm listens every day. Yeah, I'm like T. I don't think my dad ever tea. listens unless he's in the car driving through town and yeah. then he would call. Yeah. Donnie. Mom catches it she periodically. a little bit and my dad used to Oh yeah. Dad used to try have fun on your program today. The program. And your I program. love it. Well, speaking of programs, yes. so Viola Davis yes. and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer uh, made the rounds a little bit last week. There's a new show on Showtime called The First Lady. Yeah. And uh, Michelle Obama is being played by Viola Davis. I uh, forget who's doing Eleanor Roosevelt. Michelle Pfeiffer is Betty Ford. Who is that? But um, Ford... Um, Betty Ford only spent two years in the White House, so she doesn't have the same prominence in American cultural memory like, of course, Michelle Obama would. Right. Or even Eleanor Roosevelt, who was 12 years in the White House and set a bar for first ladies because she did so much. And we've seen miniseries and stuff about her. And according to Jen... Jillian Anderson. Oh, Jillian. And Jillian. she was just on yes. something this week. So she's Eleanor Roosevelt. So it might come as a slight surprise because of her slightly lower profile, but several reviewers are saying Betty Ford's story as played by Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer is the best part of this new series called The First Lady. Okay. But that debuts on Showtime on Sunday night that Michelle runs away with the movie as... um, For the TV show. As a TV show. And um, so anyway, so that's happening on Sunday night. Lizzo, of course, is hosting SNL and being the musical guest. We've got her great new first song, which is going to be... A hit. A summer anthem. Totally. We're going to play that new music. But Lori, that's your clock. It's bitch o'clock. I love it. There's a new one, too, that we've been talking about for a while. It's by David E. Kelly. And it's Anatomy of a Scandal. And it's a six-part adaptation of Sarah Vaughn's novel. And it's um, a little bit less murderous version of The Undoing, which was on HBO. Mm -hmm. And a glamorous spouse, Sienna Miller, begins to regret standing by her handsome, disgraced husband, a sheepish Rupert Fiend. And we haven't seen friend, and we haven't seen him since Homeland. Homeland. Mm -hmm. In this case, a powerful parliament politician accused of raping his co-worker, Michelle 
Dockery is a brutal is... prosecutor. It's on Netflix, Anatomy oh, yeah. of a Scandal. Okay. And Mini Skeletons, it's a high-profile case. That one kind of looked good to me. And then there's this other kind of different program that's called Roar. Yes, I've, I've got a review on that's, that one on Apple TV. Yeah, and it's um, different women take different experiences. It's an eight-part anthology. Eight half-hour episodes created by women, and they're all dealing with things like either one episode will be mom guilt, misogyny, abusive relationships, magical realism. Cynthia Revo, Nicole Kidman are Nicole, each in one of the stories. Nicole Kidman plays the woman who ate photographs. Yes, that sounds very strange to me. I It's created by the women who gave us Glow. Oh, yeah. If you watch that show. And it's based on a short story collection by Cecilia Ahern. So each episode is spearheaded by a different group of stars, writers, and directors. I'm just going to say I'm going to pass on this. This doesn't sound interesting <laughs> Hard pass. at all. Hard pass. Hard pass. Uh, Casey and I finished the fourth season of The Last Kingdom because we oh. watched that fourth season. So, you so get- glad I did. Okay. And... I forgot, and Uhtred. then I remembered in the one episode where Uhtred gets baptized again, and we get to see his beautiful, beautiful. marble butt and his, beautiful. Scarf, his sculptured back. Beautiful. Just even with all the slices and from he's the knives. So young, even with the slices. Yeah, so he's got because he's been whipped. But you know oh. what? I always appreciate it from a good behind this behind the butt. Lori likes the dimples. Well, I love the dimple. Oh, everybody I love the loves butt. a good butt and back dimple. Yeah, but you know what? When a man is younger. There's nothing dangling. So when he's standing there with his legs, I love this. everything is high and tight, yes. and you don't see the telltale the, drop ball sack. The, the, okay. okay. I'm going to go with the turkey, you know. Yeah. Gonna, you know, yeah, yeah the drop ball sack. It happens. Honestly. All, all you guys who are wearing boxers, you are going to pay big time by the time you're 45, 50. Briefs all it's, day. It's delicate. Tissue. It's like needs to I be think supported. what's kind of funny is you know how we learned years ago <laughs> that how how delicate the skin under your eye is. Yeah, it's the thinnest the skin. Sack is the same. Way. Oh, I was yes. gonna say just touching my eye right now. Oh, that feels the it's same. The same. And you're supposed thing. to only touch it with your wedding ring finger and dap and tap it. You never rub Brilliant. under your eyes because that yeah. skin is so delicate. So think oh, of... Look at how rough men are on their balls. They're scratching, they're digging, they're adjusting through pants. All the time. Um, <laughs> they're If they don't wear underwear, they're zipping yes. delicate scrotum material or a hair or two into the zip. And even at a young age, you just can't keep your hands off of them. No, you well, can't. You, 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 you're you holding can't. on to it. It's like your handle that needs to be in your hand at all times. <laughs> I mean, it's Casey's favorite way to watch television. <laughs> Hands in the pants. And I, I used to just look at them, and now I, it doesn't even bother me. It's, I sleep with my hands in my shorts to keep them warm. Yeah, a lot I do of like the crossbody. I tie like my hair. Yeah. So it's a tick. It's a t- <laughs> and if I had a if I had a penis, I'd probably have my hand on it all the time too. Of course, Lori. Of out. course you would. Oh my god, yes, it would have been Lori. Of course you a would. Very naughty penis owner. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, call the priest. Mark Wahlberg's movie Father Stew is uh, dead on arrival. It is dead on arrival. Call the priest. This movie is not going to do well. Oh, my gosh. That was quite the transition, by the way. (laughs) We made it work. Oh, my gosh. We'll be right back.